Ladies and gentlemen, welcome who they, back. Who they, who they think gonna beat them bagels? Who they? Oh, oh, who they? Who they think oh. gonna beat them bagels? Nobody. Oh. Um, <laughs> welcome to the booth. Welcome to the booth podcast. The. Uh, weekly NFL show here for you guys. And yes, who day, who day, who they think going to beat them Bengals. I thought the Ravens were going to beat them Bengals. And if they didn't, they didn't uh, point blank. They, they didn't. It was a close one came down to the last play. We don't have to go over it. It was tough. It was tight. It was a close contest. It wasn't, it was 41 to 17. Uh, Dave, how you doing, man? We're we're here. We're here. It's 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 me and Dave this week. A little bit of a little bit of a less crowded barn, but hey, that's okay. We're we're bringing the energy. We're bringing the heat. Unlike a lot of teams this week, but Dave, how you doing, man? Uh, you know what I mean. It's uh, it's hard to get better when your boys finally prove what you've been saying. You've been watching all year. This is the best Bengals team we might have had. I don't. Hey, man. Since I've been watching the Bengals, this is by far the best team. Better than the 2015 team. People are saying this is maybe better than the 2005 team. So you know what I mean? I've been waving the flag, and it's nice to see uh, all the major outlets now thinking like, hey, man, these Bengals, this is a real real squad here. The Bengals are officially legit. They uh, they got – man, it's, it's crazy what happens when you get the guy. Like that is just – if you want proof of what a franchise quarterback can do, look no further, man. Like Andy Dalton, sure, he was a great guy. Nice guy. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Coming from a guy who's watched every Andy Dalton game there is, you got Joe Burrow back there, and man, he is he's a guy. To say the least, man, that dude is unbelievable. Not only on the field, but just the way he carries himself, man. That is, that's a guy. That's a guy. Uh, unfortunately, I experienced that this, this past Sunday, but nonetheless, we will get right into it each and every week. We will give you our studs. We will give you our duds. Dave, I, I have a feeling I, I might know the area you're going, but. Who was your stud this week? We'll start it off positive. Who brought the heat for you? Please just take it easy. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's tough to pick just just one player from the Bengals, so I'm not just going to pick one player. Special shout to that defense for uh, being a top 10 unit, but my stud of the week is going to be the connection of our main man, Joey Franchise, Joe Burrow, to our number one pick in the first round this year, uh, the man, the myth, the legend already, the legendary Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is on pace already to have the greatest rookie season that receivers ever had. He's already had the greatest seven games. And this weekend, 201 yards, including a big 80-plus yard touchdown on a slant. All right, Joe Burrow, 410 yards, three touchdowns. His best game as a pro so far, only 17 starts in. That's electricity, man. That that offense has been a little bit up and down at points, and they showed all of their big playability in one game. They showed how dangerous we can be, putting up 41 on a very good Ravens team, a historically good, traditionally very good Ravens team, but it was Burrow and Chase, man, all day Sunday. It was Burrow and Chase, and it was it was hard to watch, but it was if I wasn't a Ravens fan, that was a sight of beauty. That was 
that connection looked just like how it looked at LSU. It looks like they're still playing college because they just find each other. And it's crazy that Jamar Chase is averaging 20 yards, 20 plus yards a catch. And we're seven games into this thing. It's not like it's been one or two weeks now. No, he's averaging 20 yards and we're halfway through the year. He's been a spectacle. And there was a lot of people, myself included for a little bit. I was saying, Hey, got to protect Joe Burrow. He's taken so many hits, you know, he's going to get injured again. Well, it turns out that was a lie because he's the best quarterback in the league against the blitz. Uh, and, you know, there's something to be said for when a quarterback has a guy down there that he trusts, he's going to give, he's going to make, give him a chance, give him a chance to make a play on the ball. And that's all Jamar Chase has been doing. He made a very, very talented all pro corner look very, very foolish. And that's not easy to do. It was tough. But can, it I, was. can I give a shout out? Can I give a shout out also yeah. to our tight end CJ Uzama having 90 yards and two touchdowns in that game on national tight end day. Happy national tight end day, CJ Uzama. <clears throat> Happy national tight end day, Mark. Um, Moving on from that one, it was a tough game. We'll get, we'll bounce back. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, a team that's yet to bounce back, but someone that you know was un, virtually unknown throughout the league for me. Thursday night, starting the week off, Dearness Johnson out of Cleveland, twenty-two carries, one hundred and forty-six yards, and a touchdown. You know, <clears throat> he was fantastic. Um, and I think the thing for me is you could almost give it to Cleveland's O line because they absolutely bullied the Broncos front seven all night, but <clears throat> Dearness Johnson, when you're behind Nick Chubb and Kareem hunt on a depth chart, you assume you're not going to get a whole lot of touches. Like you assume, all right, I'm just here for a camp body, maybe a, you know, so they need to replicate someone in, in scout team, whatever it is. I'm not going to be doing a lot of the carrying. Well, injuries came up. Dearness Johnson had to step up and he did, man. He took over that game. He found the holes. He looked, he looked really good. And it's just unreal that, you know, Cleveland's third string back finds out about two days before he's going to start takes over the game, nearly 150 yards. Just a great story, man. Like as much as I hate giving props to Cleveland, you know, good job for that kid. Dearness Johnson. He was mailing his highlight tape out to, AAU teams. Yeah, like what a, what a crazy story. Eh? That's unreal. And then Cleveland's like, Oh, Hey, we need you to step up in prime time for your first ever start. Guy takes the torch and runs with it. Just love to see yeah. shit like that. It's, it's one of those things where I'm glad you mentioned like, okay, you can just say it was the Cleveland offensive line. And that Cleveland offensive line is maybe the best in the league, right? Could be. Yep. But, but there's no Joe Schmo can walk into the NFL and get 150 yards no. on the biggest stage prime time, right? And he did, right? So you're going to have to yep. give him some props for that. Yeah, absolutely. He just looked like he had the juice, looks like he had the burst, and, hey, that got his opportunity. Unfortunately, some people, some teams, some coaches, some whoever do have opportunities that they consistently can't capitalize on. There were plenty this week. Dave, who or what did you take as the dud this week? This is not even as much of like a a thing saying like I hate this team or anything because it's not right. right. But like a they they did they were bad. Carolina Panthers like hey guys, don't start three and zero and then lose all the rest of your games. Kind and of like a rule of thumb. Denver, but like and then lose to the Giants by a lot. But yeah. like you want to know why? You want to know why? 
I what? I am cursing the Carolina Panthers. How come? Because Car- I went perfect in my pick them last week. Oh, absolute perfection, top to bottom. You went fourteen of fourteen. Oh, except for one glaring dud, thirteen of fourteen. Only to think that the Panthers were competent enough to beat the Giants, and they were not. They in Carolina, were. don't do me like that. That is tough. That's unreal, dude. You went 13 of 14. Uh, you had every game correct. And Carolina just said, no, not today. He doesn't get all of them right. That's tough, but they did play like dog shit. They played terrible. <laughs> Sam Darnold looked so bad. He looked like he was back in New York. And, you know, he got benched against the Giants. The Giants forced a benching. That's got to be a first. Unreal. But, uh, yeah, you can't be doing booth boys like that. You know, we almost had a perfect record from one of our analysts here. And and, and just to have it against the Giants ruined is just a. I was going to send week seven of this year to to start my to start my career in analysis. You know what I mean? In analysis. And yep. then. Uh, the Panthers did me like that, so now what can I say? Hey yeah. guys, I shot ninety eight percent on week seven. That no one doesn't cares. really hold the same ring. Doesn't really doesn't really do it for him. No. Well, this week I also didn't take a person, not one. I didn't take a team, not one. I'm going. My dud of the week is a little different, a little unorthodox. The competitive spirit this week is the dud for me. The sheer volume of blowouts there was is unbelievable there were nine games that finished with 10 points or more in between the two teams that's unreal and obviously you know garbage time touchdowns and stuff like that no i'm talking 41 17 25 3 24 10 54 to 13 27 3 28 19 22 33 31 to 5 38 3 18 30 I've never seen a weekend like that where teams were just getting the doors blown off them left and right. There was three, maybe four close games. It was just this, was this national tight end or national bully bully your worst opponent week? I don't know like, which one. It, it, it's up in the air. It might have been national just get fucked week, and and a lot of teams took that advice. It, <laughs> it was unreal. Teams that you expected to show up didn't. Teams you didn't expect to show up. Well, I guess they kept the status quo, but. It was hard to watch some of these games. It really was. But it's over. It's done with. It's in the past. Could, and, and, you know, hey, Ravens got a bye week this week. Couldn't have come at a better time. This was. This might have been your most, like, enjoyable, successful week of football in a long time. And this might have been the worst week of football I've had in, like, two years, dude. That's that's the tough thing that you were just talking about too. Is like not only do you see the Ravens lose, then you see them get blown up by division rival, but then you go across like, hey, let me just watch some of the good old NFL to lift my spirits, and then you keep seeing teams get embarrassed. Yes, and to and to boot, I think for our pickums this week, I went seven and six, <laughs> or, oh, or seven and seven. I can't remember how many games were, but I went as five. I went five hundred. Coming <laughs> off of leading the week before, I'm now in dead last. It's unreal how bad this week was. Yeah, but that's okay because what we're gonna do is we're gonna look ahead. That's what we do best. That's what you do best. It's not what I do best, but we're gonna do that anyway. Starting off with, I guess tomorrow night, we have the Packers heading into Arizona 
taken on the Cardinals. Devontae Adams, Alan Lazard ruled out. J.J. Watt also ruled out. <clears throat> How do you see this one playing out, man? Let's get right into it. So, I mean, when I look at myself and my opinion of the Arizona Cardinals, yep. I don't – and maybe this is the worst because I was – I told everybody, you're sleeping on the Bengals. You guys got to take the Bengals more seriously. I don't think Arizona is a top three team in the NFC. In the NFC? In the NFC. I don't think if, – if I was going to pick them right now in the playoffs, I w- I think they're the maybe the fourth best team in the NFC. Like not even NFL. No, not even in the NFL. That oh, is my shit. Opinion. That is my opinion, and I could be proven wrong, but I'm taking the Green Bay Packers tomorrow night. Holy shit. Upset to start off. To start off, we have an upset. They, okay, they don't have Devontae Adams, but they still have Randall Cobb, Robert Tunyon, Aaron, Aaron Jones, Jones. And oh, hold on, who do they have a quarterback? Aaron Rodgers? Hold on, what? A- Aaron Rodgers. He's he's tough to doubt it's he's one of those guys you don't doubt um and i know what you're saying i don't know if this, I ha- this may be the week that i lose from first to last as well and this might just be the start of Dude, it but hey trust me it happens fast it happens yeah. real fast okay but i have Packers, um, man all right we're starting off with the packers and for those listeners of the, of the booth you know faithful listeners rich will have his picks we'll we'll keep him updated he's 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 uh off this week, but uh, got Packers. You know, I, I don't think I treat. I don't think the Cardinals are as good as people are saying they are either. I don't. I, I you know, you have the Cowboys, the Box. Maybe I'd put them top three, but I see what you're saying. I will take the Cardinals in this one. I think that um, Devontae Adams being out is huge for them, and then to have Lazard out is huge for them. I know Aaron Rodgers can do Aaron Rodgers things, and. Against the Cardinals, Aaron Rodgers has done some spectacular things in the past. Uh, but I think this Cardinals team, I think they're going to bring the juice. I think that that defense doesn't get a lot of love. And yes, J.J. Watt being out is, is pretty big for them. But they've got guys all over the field. Marcus Golden is a name no one talks about. He's a stud this year. He's got six sacks, four forced fumbles, something like that. Uh, Chandler Jones, obviously, is incredible. And that receiving core. I just don't know if the Packers can contend with it. So I am going to take the Packers there, but I expect it to be a good game. I think it should be. Um, Who are you taking? Taking Arizona. Oh, did I say the Packers? Yeah, you said the Packers. Oh, no, I'm taking the Cardinals. And I was going to say, if people saw the face that you made when I picked the Packers, I was like, you can't just pick the Packers. No. Could you imagine if I just laid out all the reasons? All right, for that reason, I'm taking the Packers. No. (laughs) For the reasons that I think the Cardinals are the better team, (laughs) I will pick the Packers. (laughs) I am going to take the Packers. Hey, I think the Packers are absolute dog shit. Cardinals are an absolute wagon. Let's go Pack. All right. Just to be clear, I am picking the Cardinals on that one. So we split the first one here. Okay. Then we go to another divisional, or not another one, but the first divisional matchup of the weekend. We got Miami Dolphins going into Buffalo. Buffalo off a bye week. Who do you got, Dave? Buffalo by by as many week seven blow points as you can muster up this week. (sighs) Miami's like, oh, Jacksonville, too tough. Oh, the Falcons, too tough. And then they're going to come on, come into Buffalo off a bye. I don't need to say anything more about the Bills gonna no. fucking whoop them. Bills mafia, it's it's over. 
I'm sorry, Tua. It's over. This is a tough yeah. one to win. Tough ask, and you're not going to do it. I, hey, I don't. I don't want to be that guy. <clears throat> but if you're the Dolphins, you better hope that uh, Deshaun Watson doesn't have the character that people say he does. That's you, you, that's you gotta. You, you know, I just think this could get ugly real quick. Yep. Uh, another divisional game. Hopping over to the NFC, we got the Panthers in Atlanta taking on the Falcons. Uh, Falcons coming off of, like you said, a win against the Dolphins. Panthers, did they? No, they did they win last week? Or oh, oh, they did. Um, so I'm taking the Falcons in this one. I'm taking man. the Falcons. <laughs> I can see it bubbling in his eyes. Taking the Falcons here. Yeah, it's got to be the Falcons. I don't it even care if we shit on this one. I'll do it with joy. Go Falcons. Go! You heard it here first. Was it rise up, rise up, Falcons? Like let's let's go. go. Kyle yeah. Pitts has actually been playing really well. Kyle Pitts he's, has been coming on, dude. He has been unreal. Everyone was saying he was a bust and stuff because he didn't have two hundred yards his first game. Yeah, he's on. Four, yeah, he's been play well for four games. Oh, yeah. this guy's a bust. He's a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie, and like he's a rookie on a team with Calvin Ridley. Like it's going to be right. tough to just yeah. force feed. Hey, let's force feed this rookie tight end before this breakout wide receiver here it's it's going to be tough but Kyle Pitts looks every bit of what they drafted yep. he looks unreal yeah I, I expect the Falcons to win by maybe even a couple touchdowns here honestly the Panthers look in shambles Dave you know that this must be the week for division matchups we have another AFC North matchup the Pittsburgh Steelers heading into Cleveland taking on the Browns this one's up in the air. You know, I think Baker's out, isn't he? Yeah, but I, as far as I saw, Baker is still out. Yeah. So that means we got Case Keenum, which, hey, they didn't look, they didn't look that different, honestly. I honestly don't think it's that much of a drop off. No. Um, this one's tough. You know what? Just seeing as the last AFC uh, North matchup, you you did get correct. Uh, we'll, we'll I'll defer to you. Where do you see this one going, Dave? I'm not really sure about this one. It's tough. My in my mind, for most reasons, I want to say the Browns. But the thing about the Steelers is, even though yeah, their offense is kind of the shits, there's there's always there's always seems to be like a way that out of nowhere, TJ Watt just comes off the edge and gets a strip sack fumble recovery that puts the Steelers back into games. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah. So it's a tough it's a tough proposition to ask for, but. Who do you got in this game? Man, this one is is tough for me. I'm going to hop on and I'm going to say I do think the Steelers will get the win here just because, yeah. you know, they find ways to to do shit like that. I, we both know they do. And, yes, their offense isn't great, but they are getting a bit of a break with Cleveland's running back injuries. And, and hey, Dearness Johnson, go do it again, young man. Like, that would be awesome to see. But, um it's going to be tough against that Steelers defense. And, you know, with a couple injuries, all it takes is, is, you know, a few turnovers here and there and a good coach like Tomlin and Ben being year 17, 18, he'll be able to take advantage of shit like that. So I, I will take the Steelers in this one. Not happy about it. Uh, just, I'm, I think it's more even this, it's pretty close, but it's just so that both of us don't hit our lives after this. I guess I'll just take the Browns instead because I don't want to take the Steelers. I have to believe that a really solid 
defensive line that, that the Browns have and the best O-line in football that the old adage, you win or lose games in the trenches is right. Yep. So I'll go with the Browns because of that, their line play. There we go. And hey, totally valid, totally fair. We move to New York where the Cincinnati Bengals will take on the New York Jets. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who do you got, Dave? Is Zach, is Zach Wilson playing? No. <laughs> Who's their quarterback? Mike White. Oh, yeah. So Bengals, right? It doesn't matter who their quarterback is. It doesn't matter. It's the Bengals. But, like, hey, good luck, Mike White. It's the Bengals. I'd be I'd be shocked they don't win this by 21. I mean, I legitimately. It, even if we're, like, kind of snoozing, I think this is probably a pretty safe win. We'll uh, be riding high, feeling hot, feeling frisky, feeling dangerous. Pull off this win and go into our bye week six and two. Then again, the the AFC has been wild this year. Jets beat the Titans. Titans beat Chiefs. The AFC is all over the map. You can't even. It's not a linear thing anymore. It does not matter. But okay, so then pick the Jets then. Fuck no. Fuck no. Just. just, It's gonna be the Bengals. It's gonna be the Bengals by twenty one plus. Another division game. Titans in Indianapolis. Both teams coming on hot right now. Wow. Titans, Titans look like the Titans team of a couple from the past couple seasons. And the Colts are the Colts are playing sneakily great football right now. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz is playing is playing good. He's playing great. Carson Wentz is playing great. He's had, he only has one pick, doesn't he? I think so. Something like that, yeah. Uh, he he might have another one because of his shovel pass on Monday. Did you see that? Oh. Well, I mean, even if he does, then it's like 11 and 2. Like, Something that's like that. Ratio. Well, and his big knock was interceptions and turnovers, and he's tightened it up. They're not losing football games because of him. No, no, for sure. Uh, so this is, this is a big game. Where do you see this one going? Titans fresh off a win with the Chiefs. Colts fresh off a primetime win against the Niners. Where is it? It's in Indy, in the Dome. This is another one I just – I actually don't know. Because, I mean, tough. that's that's the thing is the Colts are playing really good football and they're starting to come on. Wentz is playing great. Uh, jo- uh, what's his name? Jonathan Taylor? Is that the right mm-hmm. about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor is playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. But then you look at the Titans, man. That's a team that can put up 40 points on anybody and it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You know what I mean? They're they're just they're they're bullies basically, right? Derrick Henry, they Julio are. Jones, AJ Brown. Like man, even their skill players will bully you. Yes. Uh man, this is a tough one. This is really tough. Yeah. This one's a toss up. I see this game I don't know. The Titans and Colts always play weird games. I feel like it's either always like 12 to nine or it's 44, 37. <laughs> I just, I don't know. For me, for where I'm thinking right now, I'm going to take the Colts with this one. I think, I think the Colts are playing great football. I think they realize, okay, we have to go like we need wins. Now. These are the wins you have to have, you know, the teams, you sh- the teams you should beat, you should beat. That's in the name. You know, it's these ones that are important. And I do think the Titans, the Titans look great, but they are a bit of a, they, they will, 
drop one here and there they maybe should win. I don't know if this is one they necessarily should win, but I think it's one that they will lose. Yeah, and that's the thing, too, as I mentioned a couple weeks ago, right? The Titans are like the the equivalent of a bipolar football team, right? Yeah. You'll, hey, you want to get smacked around, Chiefs? We'll beat the Bills. And then, like, oh, the Jets, that's, that's a tough ask for us. So it's one of those things. So, I mean, I'm going to put my faith where I don't want it to go and put my faith in the Colts this week as well. We'll go with the Colts. Colts all the way. This one could get interesting, and it on paper should not be interesting. The Eagles taking on the Detroit Lions. And I'm just going to say it right away. I'm taking the Lions. I think Actually, the, so am I. <laughs> I think the Lions get their first win. The Eagles oh. team looks fucking bad. They look bad. And say what that, you want. I understand. The Lions, play, the Lions play every week, and they play hard. They play hard and they went, they took it to the Rams for a bit last week. They ended yeah. up losing and it was out of hand, but they took it to the Rams. They had two fake punts and onside kick. Like they play hard for Dan Campbell. So I'm going to say the lions will Dan Campbell gets his first win as a head coach. And I'm, I'm completely on board with that, man. Let's Dan, go. Dan Campbell's going to get his first meal of boiled kneecap, dude. Yep. Boiled kneecap soup for supper. We got the Niners taken on the bears in soldier field. Both these teams are very underwhelming. Uh, the Niners were supposed to be, you know, up there and <clears throat> Justin Fields, the bears haven't looked great at all. Dave, where are you seeing this one going? The 49ers have always been a team for me besides like that one year that they made the super bowl, which obviously you can't argue with. It just seems like, the 49ers are just excuse after excuse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some teams don't let excuses get in their way, like injuries and stuff like that. Whereas the 49ers, because they had one magical year, we always seem to give them a pass. Yep. And I'm really kind of tired of it, to be honest with you. So I'm going to take the hometown bears. Oh shit. That's fair though. I mean, not to toot my own horn Ravens top three running backs go down. We don't, you know, teams, the Niners, it's, it's, and I understand injuries do fucking suck, but you know. But if you're if you're a team that's good, you can overcome injuries. That's the thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas, like, it seems like they just every time they get injuries, they're just okay. I guess we're an eight win team, but watch out for us next year, and then the same thing happens. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do wonder about Kyle Shanahan too. Honestly, I know he's great. I know he's an awesome coordinator. What's he? Yeah, he's made it to the Super Bowl, and I understand that, but a lot of coaches make the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know, but I will say that he will beat – he'll be the better of the two coaches this Sunday because it's Matt and Aggie, and it's not hard to do. I think I think uh, the Niners will get the win here. I don't think this will be a pretty game to watch at all. I think this will be ugly. The only thing that can make this game more this game is if it was downpouring and just hideous. I still think the Niners walk away with a win. I like I like that Bears defense though. I do like that Bears defense. Still. It's good. I have for years. I still like them now. Eventually, I think Fields is going to figure something out. You know what I mean? My, why it's, not this week? It's tough when uh, it's tough when all you do is just ask the kid to drop back thirty five times. Right. Absolutely. No play action. No like it's just yep. it's hard. They did get 
you know, David Montgomery's out there, backup running backs kind of popping off. They have some things there. I just think that the coaching front office needs to get out, and then it's Chicago season. This next game, I will be stunned if we spend more than five seconds talking about this. We got the Rams heading into Houston. Oh, my (laughs) God. I guess we picked the Rams next. (laughs) Done. We got the Jags going into Seattle. This one, this one's interesting. I understand it's Seattle, and, you know, Pete Carroll and all that stuff. Hey, the Jags coming off a win. Then last week they had a bye. This is a good time. I'm not saying they're going to get hot or anything. The Jags are still a very bad football team. This is a good time to upset. And I think the chips are lining up. They came off their first win, Urban Meyer's first win, Trevor Lawrence's first win, have a bye week. And the Seahawks down Russell Wilson. And what are the Seahawks without Russell Wilson? They aren't a good team. Pete Carroll, I think he's a good coach. I know he is. But without Russ, that's a different Hawks team. I think it makes you appreciate Russ a lot more. Just seeing how flat they look. I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars here. Wow, look at that. I think they pull off an upset, man. And in my mind, I want to go there, but I Russell Wilson isn't the is the main reason why Seattle's good, but they're not the only reason that team wins ten games every year. He's absolutely the majority of the reason. But I have to believe that the Seahawks can beat the Jags. I have to believe that, otherwise, I don't really know. Otherwise, what do we know to be true? I'm gonna win the I'm gonna pick the Seahawks, but it's gonna be close. Yeah, this one. This is one where I if it's weird, but I can see it going both ways and not being surprised either way. Yeah, I, I do. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, next, we got the Patriots taking on the Chargers in SoFi. Mm-hmm. Patriots coming off of a fifty burger, putting up fifty four on the New York uh, Jets. Uh, Chargers coming off of a bye week, rested up after a loss to the Ravens. How are we seeing this one playing out? That's interesting because my one beef with the Chargers is that this this defense so far has only proven to be good enough to win shootouts, right? Yeah. And it's the Jets. I understand that. But with all those weapons in the offseason, the Patriots at least have a little bit of offense cooking, and they're probably feeling pretty good after a close game with the Cowboys and a big, big win against the Jets. So this game could be a little bit friskier than we think, you know what I mean? And as good as Herbert is – that's still Bill Belichick and he's ready to cook. Yeah. But that being said, the, the chargers are a high intensity offense. That team can strike at any time and they're coming off the bye at home. I'm going to go with the chargers, but I wouldn't be shocked if it went the other way. I, uh, I'm inclined to agree. I'm going to take chargers, but, um, and I think part of it too, for me is like, Staley seems like he's a really good head coach. He, he he seems like it. You know, obviously coaches get good coaches have bad losses. That's just part of football. Um, but I think coming off of I think I think it's exactly what Harbaugh is going through right now. Coming off a bad loss, then you head into your bye. You have two weeks to sit and dwell on it. I think this Chargers team comes out. They're at home. They're gonna be comfortable. I think they take it to the Patriots. But I wouldn't be surprised if Bill's got something up his sleeve and he's been. He's been planning for Herbert for 
six years or something. I could see it. I do think the Chargers will walk away with the dub here. Another divisional game. Bucks heading to New Orleans, taking on the Saints. Bucks coming off of an absolute shit kicking of the Chicago Bears. Saints coming off of a what's the opposite of a barn burner? It's 13 to 10 on Monday night against the Hawks. Wasn't a good game. Snooze a palooza. Yeah. 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 It, uh, hey, wins a win's a win, though. Um, both teams coming off wins. Divisional game. Sean Payton, Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, Jameis Winston. How, how you got this one? Name the starting quarterbacks for me. The undisputed absolute goat of uh-huh. all time in any team sport. Versus Tom Brady. Oh, wait. Sorry. No, man. Tom Brady versus Jameis Winston, man. Oh, yeah. So Tom Brady will win by a handful at least. I think the Bucs will, uh, will beat the Saints here. The Saints have, like, remember last year before the Bucs got hot, the Saints beat them three times. Or no, they beat them twice. Pardon me. I mean, um, that- that's 2020. This is 2021. Exactly. I don't this think ain't, this ain't the same Saints. No. Nope. And this is maybe a better Tom Brady. It, and maybe a better Bucks. Well, I don't know if better Bucks team yet, but Tom Brady looks better. Yeah. It's it's the Bucks. Yeah. This one could stir up some controversy here. We got the Washington football team heading into Mile High Stadium, taking on the Denver Broncos. This one's tough. Both teams are not looking good. Um, Broncos started off 3-0, are now 3-4. Washington football team, I think, 2-5. Both are lacking a quarterback, I think, is I think is the main point. And both defenses, both defenses have been very underwhelming. Washington's defense was supposed to be you know, world leaders for the next 10 years. They look like a fucking bad NFL defense. Denver Broncos, they have the talent, the the coaching staff just I think I think that's what it comes down to there is, is coaching. But regardless, who do you who do you got, man? I, I don't know about this one. I don't want to pick these two teams to beat anybody. And this I have to pick one and beat the other one. If there was one game this week that could end in a tie, it's this one. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if two good, like the Cardinals Packers, like that won't end in a tie because good teams usually find a way to win. Right. It's usually like, you know, teams are just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> we'll tie. <laughs> who are you picking? I'm interested to hear who you're going to pick. So it's, it's interesting for me because roster, I like Denver. Quarterback, gun to my head. I like Denver. Coaching staff, entirely like Washington. Yeah. I will take Denver in this one because they are at home because it's mile high. Yep. Um, but I, I, I won't be surprised either way. Um, again, like just having to ha- having to watch a couple Broncos games this year. Some of the coaching and the timing of the challenges and the clock management and some of the decisions has just been weird. It's almost like Mike McCarthy in Dallas. Like the 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 question, I'm just questioning it, and I shouldn't because I'm just who the fuck am I? But I'm I'm going to Denver on this one. 
yeah, that's the thing is like, do remember that, yes, it was without their starting quarterback in in Cleveland, but like the Broncos didn't lose by that much. No. He really didn't. No. And I mean, they Field still goal. have a pretty good roster at home. Yep. And like, hey, man, I'm going to be the first guy to admit all I've done since we've started this like week four or whatever yep. was just told people like, man, the Broncos, they suck ass. <laughs> and then last Thursday, I was on a video call with you and, and a, a fellow Broncos fan that's close to our heart. Yep. And, and it reminds me a lot of this, of the, the down years of the Cincinnati Bengals. And it hurts my soul to see a man drink, not only because he loves the taste of beer, but because he hates the product his team's putting out there. Yep. So I'm going to, I'm going to hope that he has a big cheers this week. We get to see a Broncos win. Broncos country. Let's go yeah. move to prime time. Rich, as we mentioned, couldn't be with us, but he is playing in prime time on Halloween, Halloween night. We have the Dallas Cowboys heading into Minnesota, and this could be a scary sight indeed. Rich, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. I talked to him. We talk, I talked to him before the show started, and and I think he's he might be he might be sticking with his boys on this one. I'm not. I'm jumping ship. Dallas Cowboys are getting the win. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's sticking with his boys. I'm sticking with the boys. Ooh. With the boys, America's team. Gonna get a pretty, pretty uh good little uh candy in their fucking goodie bag this year for Halloween. Trick or treat, smell my feet, give me that W baby. It's gonna be the Cowboys. It's gonna be the Cowboys. I don't see this one being close, to be honest with you. Um Cowboys teams firing on all cylinders, coming off a bye, getting rested up. It's Cowboys. It's Cowboys. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna straight up pose the question. I don't I don't know if it's the truth. Okay. I'm still undecided on it. Already, but I'm going to pose the question: Are the Cowboys the best team in the NFL? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No, hey, I'm just posing the question. I'm just posing. The hey, question. dude, dude, guess what? I think you're a total dipshit now. <laughs> hey man, how the Ravens do this week? Fucking, fuck, fuck, <laughs> fucking bullshit. All right, let's talk about the Monday Nighter here. <laughs> this one on paper should be an absolute. Ass stomping. We got the Giants heading into Arrowhead. But are we sure this is the right? Are we sure another team didn't put on the Chiefs unis for the first seven weeks? Because this doesn't look like the Chiefs. (sighs) Turnovers, 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 terrible defense, turnovers, terrible defense. It's Chiefs kingdom looks like it's collapsing. Giants have looked like they've been collapsing since their last Super Bowl win, though, so it's it kind of balances out there. <laughs> but um, Dave, who do you got? That, like, if you if you if we looked at this before the season started, and we did, you look at Week Eight Monday Night Primetime. There's no question in your mind. Oh yeah, if you look at this any time before the last like th- four weeks, yes. Oh it's going to be the Chiefs by a, a big margin. Yes. And then the Giants go out and they smash the Panthers and the Giants go out and they had that week where they beat Saints and then the Chiefs go out and play terrible football. And now it's not so clean cut. Now it's not so clean cut. I do think 
Andy Reid Mahomes will find a way to win at home against the Giants. I have to believe they will. So I'm sticking with the Chiefs. But I could see it. I could see. I could see. I don't I don't have confidence in it. I don't. No way. But I want to watch the world burn just a bit. And I'm I will pick the New York Giants. The New York Giants in the prime time. Giants. The football I wanna, Giants. I, I want to see the world burn just a bit. I want to see Twitter explode, explode with memes. That's what I want to see. Do I think it'll happen? It probably won't, to be honest with you. But like, hey man, I picked against the Giants last week and it cost me a perfect week. So I will pick the Giants just on that sake. Hey, maybe maybe it wasn't so much Carolina. Maybe the Giants are all of a sudden they flipped a switch and they're in go mode. We don't know. Maybe this is the week the Giants arrive, man. This is the week everyone says, holy shit, are those they're the gonna Giants? They're going to arrive and then they're going to win eight games this year. It's going to be unbelievable. Dude, it's going to be unbelievable. And then, of course, on a bye week, we got Las Vegas. And thank fucking God the Baltimore Ravens are on a bye week. Get their heads cleared here. Those are our picks. I'm feeling pretty good about these picks. I'm going to think about my picks. I picked a lot of dogs this week, but... It's going to be... It's gonna, we're going to need to see a lot of underdogs come back here, but you never know, man. You never I'm, know. I, I think I'm just feeling too frisky. The Bengals got me feeling too frisky. 13 of 14 got me feeling too frisky. I have a feeling this will be a bad week for my picks, but like, hey, man, if the Bears and the Giants can pull some stuff out, then I'll look like a genius. So if the Bears, hey, if the Bears and Giants, I feel like you took another dog here somewhere. Um, I can't. I don't know. Maybe you didn't. I mean, technically, the Packers are a dog tomorrow night too. So there's there's a lot in there. Yeah, but uh, hey, those are picks. We will update with. We'll get Rich's picks here. Uh, I respect that he's taking the Vikings. I really do. I just those Cowboys are hot. I mean, I mean, I respect his moxie to go with this team at all costs, especially when it looks like the SS sinking ship for a week. Not saying that the whole team's an SS sinking ship, but for this week, it should be. Yep. Yep. I would agree with that. Dave, before we wrap up here, anything else you want to, you want to talk about? Um, I guess just be on the lookout for some more uh, live content this weekend. We have be a on the lookout. Magic, a little bit of magic coming in the works, a little bit of wrestling, uh, video content coming at you. So be careful yes, of that. And, uh, I don't know. Grab a Dr. Pepper. The fucking NFL can't be worse than it was last week. Unless the NFL fighting spirit has died. Maybe it did. Maybe teams just said, fuck it. We don't care. I'm done. <laughs> you never know. I don't. I think we there's some with how many division games there are this week. Division games are always dicey. I think uh, I think we'll see a couple couple instant classics this weekend. But yes, as always. Ladies, gentlemen, children, seniors, elders, teens, adults, all of toddlers. you, toddlers, anyone, follow us on Instagram, Twitter at the booth EC. We'll put all our socials down below. Go check out our pages. Go give us some love. Go like, share, subscribe, all that sort of stuff. And as Dave said, yes, be on the lookout this weekend. Gonna have a gonna have a couple couple things brewing here. And uh, hey. Happy Halloween, I guess. You know. Okay, Carl. One question. Okay. That might spiral into more than one question. Oh shit. I like these. Okay. 
what was your favorite to get when you were trick or treating? Reese's peanut butter chocolate. Cup. Oh, oh, Reese, you ruined this. So you already ruined it. <laughs> I thought it was an open ended question. Okay. okay, no, so never mind then. Was it chocolate <laughs> chips or candy? And you just said, wait, what would you say, Reese's is chocolate or candy? Yes, it's chocolate. Oh, you mean candies and like Skittles and or Skittles, Sour Patch Kids? Yeah, yeah, okay. whatever, right? Ooh. Well, then I don't know. Uh, um. So I guess also another question. Have you ever had a Halloween growing up where we grew up where it wasn't like minus 25 no. or at least like minus like six, 16 no. and, and, right. and sleep. And it's just like, I don't want to walk around in this. Like, like where your toes are numb if you go more than six blocks. And you're just like, oh, happy Halloween. And like for me, man, I'm having a fucking, I always had a mask on for part of my costume that was way too fucking small for my head. So I have like staples and shit digging in the side of my head. Toes are freezing cold, dude. I'm like, I just, dude, I just want to get candy and GTFO, you know? Like, <laughs> that's, that's the thing, man. It's like, you can never. You could pop on the Batman chest plate as many years in a row as I did. Yep. And you just have to say, hey, man, this winter parka, it's black, just like Batman's <laughs> armor. It's just my muscles. It's not a parka. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a parka on right now. But hey, if you think this is a parka, you're wrong. It's not a parka. <laughs> it's muscles. Dude. It's muscles, not a parka. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I, I'm but back. To the, so all time favorite to get on Halloween is Reese's peanut butter cups. But I think if I had to go between chocolate chips or candy, ah, dude, I was a I was a big chocolate kid. I love yeah. my chocolate, like Sorry. those Snickers or Mars bars or anything like that. Twix, O Henry, Kit Kat, yeah. Dude, Coffee Crisp. Oh man, well, Coffee Crisp, yeah, Coffee Crisp. I didn't like it when I was a kid, but I like them now. Yeah, like, See, like it, there's there's some of that like Halloween box I stuff my sister bought in our apartment right now. Yep. And yep. like, if you don't think I I eat a coffee crisp before I go to bed every night, you're you're wrong. You, hey, you're dead wrong. Just like if you thought it was a parka, dude. If you think dead, dude, dead wrong, do you think it's a parka? And I don't eat a coffee crisp before I go to bed because then that's the double whammy of oh, fucking wrong. Two. Double wrong on that one, but you would be double right to go follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Check us out. As always, we appreciate you guys listening to our bullshit, our picks. And hey, happy Halloween, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon.